0: Hello, a warm welcome to the When in Spain podcast. I'm your host, Paul Birch. Thank you for joining me wherever you're listening from. Coming up in this episode, a bit of language and lifestyle. So you think you can speak Spanish, do you? Well, think again. Why do I say that? Well, because as we know, Spain is a very regional country in many ways with its food, its traditions, its fiestas, and uh, and of course, its language and expressions and vocabulary. And I suppose one region which is probably most well-known for its uh, rich lexis of uh, expressions and vocabulary is Andalusia. And that's exactly what uh, I'm going to be looking at in this episode with the help of Adam Harrison. Adam Harrison uh, aka Inglés Andaluth Uh, Adam's been living down in Welba province for uh, seven years, uh, quite a long time, and he recently set up his own uh, Instagram and uh, TikTok accounts, sharing his observations on the quirks and uh, curiosities of Andalus language. And while he's had huge success with it, because it's gone completely viral, so much so that he's been invited onto Spanish TV shows to talk about it, and uh, I think uh, maybe he's seen as a kind of curiosity as English guy who speaks fantastic Spanish with a great Andalus accent, sharing his frustrations and observations on Andalus language. He's also going to be sharing uh, his uh, observations and thoughts on life living down in small-town Andalucía, a bit about his story about how he came to be living down in Huelba province. Uh, he's originally from uh, the UK, from uh, north-east England, uh, from Darlington, in fact, up near Newcastle, if anyone knows it. And, uh, yeah, Adam's going to be giving us a little curso de Andalú, a little crash course uh, of some of his favourite expressions and vocabulary commonly used down in Andalusia so that's all coming up in a few minutes uh, just before the interview with Adam um, I guess uh, many of you regular listeners will be thinking well where the hell have you been Paul what's been going on um, no new podcast episode for I don't know over a month I think the last one was uh, the beginning of April and we're now uh, in the middle of May sorry about uh, the delay in bringing new episodes uh, well, life has just got in the way recently um, as many of you know this is a, a project that I do in my free time and I've basically had no free time uh, for the last month or so two reasons Reasons really, one has been my computer died. Es que pasado por una mala racha ultimamente. I've gone for a real bad patch with uh, technology. My computer died in the middle of April and I had to wait about two weeks for them to find the part they needed to, to fix it. I also managed to smash the screen on my phone. So I was kind of computerless and phoneless for for a good while. And uh, as many regular listeners may also know, I'm getting married at the end of June. In fact, on the 26th of June. Ya queda menos. Uh, Not long now. Um, And of course, as the wedding date approaches... We've had absolutely tons of things to sort out. As you can imagine, organising a wedding anyway is a pretty stressful experience with lots to do. Throw into the mix COVID and, well, it's been a bit of a nightmare, to be honest, trying to work out how to do things, especially with guests coming from other countries. And for the last few weeks, I feel like I've spent my life in Correos, in the post office, sending off forms to the British consulate, to the British embassy back in the UK, uh, getting things legalised, getting documents translated, getting documents apostolized. It's a real world of paperwork when you decide to get married in Spain, particularly if you're not a Spanish citizen. Um, So I've been busy with with all of that and finalizing all of the little details for the big day on the 26th of June. So uh, I have to say we've been a bit stressed about that as well. So lots uh, going on. Just on that note, I'm hoping that uh, Karina and uh, myself will put together a little episode uh, in the summer once we've Tied the knot. Um, all about getting married in Spain, Um, I suppose, particularly from the point of view, if anyone is marrying a Spanish citizen and looking at the sort of wedding etiquette, uh, right from finding a a venue, whether it's a church wedding or a civil wedding, uh, looking for reception venues, fincas, uh, all of the paperwork involved, all of that kind of thing. I think it will be a a fun and interesting episode. So uh, stay tuned for that in the future. If any listeners are thinking of getting married in Spain, I hope. Hopefully that will be useful for you guys one other thing just before we get into the interview with adam is i'd just like to say a big big gracias to brand new when in spain patrons who have signed up to support the podcast so a big thank you to peter meyer ben liam amata lake Kay stewart stephen Steele, mary page corcoran silvestre Christopher Tipper, who's an existing patron who's increased his pledge. Big thank you to you, Christopher. And also a big, big gracias to former guest on the podcast talking about olive oil, Lucas Soler. So thank you to all of you guys, the, the new When in Spain patrons. If you too enjoy the podcast, and even though I haven't put an episode out for a month, uh, would like to show some support, please consider signing up to do so at patreon.com forward slash when in Spain. So, as Adam says in one of his TikTok videos, his friends told him that Spanish was an easy language to learn. Clearly, he says, they had never been to Andalusia. Well, many of us will know that Andaluces or Andalusians uh, do speak with a, a different accent to the rest of Spain, that's for sure. But maybe what many of us don't realise is is just how rich the lexis of vocabulary is and the tonnes and tonnes of idiomatic expressions they use that uh, are not really used in other parts of Spain. So that's what Adam's going to talk us through in the interview. As they say, Si no sabe torear, pa' que te mete? If you don't know how to bullfight, you're going to get gored, which basically means if you don't know how to do something, be aware that you might fail. And of course, my advice, as always, for anyone thinking of moving to Spain to live or work or both, you know, getting yourself up to a reasonable level of Spanish really is important from my point of view. And, um, you know, if you're thinking about moving to Andalusia, you might want to consider learning a bit of the local dialect from Andalusia as well. One more thing just before we chat to Adam that I must say is a shout out to Sally and Mel. Sally and Mel are actually Adam's parents who, according to Adam, when I interviewed him, he told me that they uh, are fans of the podcast, that they listen to the Wedding Spain podcast on their travels around Europe uh, in their motorhome. They are retired. So Sally and Mel, I really hope you, you particularly enjoy this episode because I'm going to be chatting to your son, Adam. Vamos a por Adam, welcome to the When In Spain podcast. Thanks for joining me. Just tell us a bit about your story. You're actually originally from the UK. Is it right? You're from Newcastle up in the north, northeast of England? I'm from
1: Darlington, yeah. So it's not Arlington. far away from Newcastle. When the people ask me where I'm from in Spain, I say Newcastle.
0: Of course. we've got a lot of uh, international listeners to this podcast, predominantly in the US. Ah. So yeah, let's go for Newcastle. Ah, okay. So how did you find yourself um, living down in, in Andalusia, down in Huelba province? <laughs>
1: it's a strange one. At the end of university, I was doing a teaching degree and I thought it's quite difficult to get into a teaching job. My dad was like, why don't you try and apply for a couple of jobs abroad with the British Council? Yeah. So I went through all the process and got a job in Avila, which is next to Madrid. Yeah, just
0: for me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I was was living in Avila for a year and studying in the Salamanca University campus in Avila and working in a school there as a teacher, like a teaching assistant. Until I'd got all my qualifications, then I did my Cambridge English teaching diploma and started doing exams in Seville, in the Pablo de Ovide University in Seville, and there I met who is now my girlfriend.
0: Uh, ah, yeah, yeah,
1: you see where it's going, now. It's the common uh, <laughs> it's the classic. It's a classic
0: story, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. She tricked me, and no. <laughs> so the school that I was in in Avila have like a partner school. Here in Welva, where I live now. I see. So I transferred down to Welva. I was working in the school for a year and then I decided to open my language school here in Punto Umbria.
0: In Punto Umbria. I see. So you opened your own language school. Wow. Yes. Congratulations on that. How was that? Yes. Was that an yes. easy was that an easy process?
1: It actually it actually was a lot easier than it should have been, I guess. Um yeah. I was lucky that there's only there's only one other language school here. So there was quite a lot of demand for it. I just decided one summer when I finished working at the school to put out publicity, better bit of marketing, see if there was any takers. And luckily it was found a small office space and just grew from there.
0: And the rest is history. Fantastic. Your day job is uh, English teaching. Well, I didn't want to talk about your, your English teaching career, but it's an interesting point. Uh-huh. You have been running a, a, sort your social media channels called Inglés Andaluz. So you have a TikTok and Instagram. That is all about your kind of observations on the kind of colloquialisms and the idiosyncrasies of language down in Andalusia.
1: Yes, yes. Mainly, mainly to do with the Andalusian language, which I still don't understand.
0: The Andalusian dialect. Did you have any level of Spanish when you first... Just um, move to Spain. No, I could say "Hola"
1: and order a beer," <laughs> and then say thank you for the beer, as you do.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: And that was that was, that was, that, was that was it.
0: <laughs> that was it. That was all my dad thought I'd need to know. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's the, most, it's the most important, really, isn't it? It's pretty essential vocabulary, I suppose. Audio and beer." Yeah. And then when you moved down to Andalusia, and so you were in Seville first and then now in Huelva, I guess it gradually dawned on you, like, what the hell are these people saying? This this is not the Spanish that I'm familiar with. Maybe certainly not from the centre of Spain up here in uh, Madrid or Ávila.
1: Yeah, well, I was living in Ávila when working in Seville, so I had to take the train down. Um, Obviously, I was doing exams. So everyone was quite well-spoken in the parts where they had to speak Spanish so that we would understand, obviously. However, when I met some of my girlfriend's friends or when we went out to a bar, I thought I could speak quite good Spanish. (laughs) I I mean, I'd I'd been living for a year in Spain. I couldn't understand a word of what they were saying. They just put all the words together. just take out syllables.
0: Condense everything down. So it must have been quite a struggle at first. And I imagine your girlfriend was kind of translating for you. And I guess that's how you picked up these expressions.
1: Yes, yes. Well, she speaks English. Well, she doesn't. Well, she, yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of just got comfortable. We just speak Spanish now. Yes. Um, but we used to speak English um, so she used to translate a lot of stuff for me
0: Just tell us how English Andaluf came about and why you decided to start it because you, you had an Instagram account and then you started posting short videos about just sharing these expressions and these colloquialisms and uh, these uh, you know, different words that you've encountered down in andalusia and it's been really well received I mean I stumbled across it I think a friend of mine who's Spanish shared it on Facebook or tagged me on it or something and I and i just thought oh wow this is this is so good <laughs> this is fantastic what, made, yeah. what was the inspiration between sharing it
1: well it was online classes really i guess obviously a uh, strange year uh, for classes doing mainly online classes and i'm not very tech advanced yeah i'm useless and, and all my students were saying oh you're old you're old you don't know what tiktok is bum boom, boom boom and <laughs> i like to prove people wrong so these two two girls which are a 12 year account for me Show <laughs> showed the me how to do it.
0: Two 12-year-old girls set up the account for you. I love that.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah yeah, 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 at the end of class. And it just kind of took off. I think it was probably because my students started sharing it at first. I see.
0: I mean, for the listeners who are not sure, so basically what you do is you publish like a short 30-second, one-minute video exploring a couple of key pieces of colloquial language. So you kind of make a comparison with English. Spanish or castellano, and then the Andalusian mm-hmm. version of whatever yeah. it might whatever it might be, and these have been normally quite sort of hu- humorous, aren't they? Like yeah, like a humorous <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a humorous take on on the yeah. language, and uh, and that went that went that went pretty uh, crazy. Yeah, we'll come on to that in a minute. Because so yeah. you got picked up by uh, numerous TV stations tell us a bit about that how did that happen and, and what was their reaction because i imagine like most spanish people or most andalus people are kind of quite surprised to see this giri who yeah not only knows all of these kind of colloquial idiomatic expressions and vocabulary but also you have a really good andalus accent as well so they must be quite yeah. quite quite shocked by that
1: yeah i think i'm quite lucky with languages i kind of just mimic what people do and it just kind of sticks with me so i was quite lucky in that sense yeah um but when tv shows started calling me sending me messages on instagram i'm quite a shy person i'm, I'm all right when i'm recording videos but when i'm making like public and people start coming yeah. over to me and speaking to me i'm a very shy person <laughs> and it just it was just it was it was quite surreal it, and it all happened in like a week and obviously the main tv program which is on channel six here in yeah. Spain
0: La sexta um, and
1: I, I was i was profusely sweating before before a lot of people watched it
0: (laughs) what did your family make of it because i guess they could have watched it via on the internet or yeah yeah my my
1: sister's quite into it she well she she finds it funny because obviously i put on a strange this is not my normal english accent when i do my videos um because obviously i've got quite a broad joddy accent yeah um (laughs) So she's like, why are you speaking like that? <laughs> I was like, because they won't understand a word I'm saying if I don't. <laughs> I was like, Americans have problems with me, understanding me,
0: Spanish people are not going to. <laughs> so you kind, of, you kind of toned down your accent in the video. Yeah, you trying I to English. make it a
1: bit posher, and it, it just it sounds really weird when I listen back to it. But
0: yeah, yeah, it's yeah, what it's I've a...
1: got now. It's yeah. what I've got.
0: Yeah, I suppose you've got to stick with it now, because it's like you've taken on this different yeah. <laughs> persona for yeah. <laughs> <India> Jandaluf. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on going viral and getting on the TV. Uh, I suppose for, for them that you were just some quite a curiosity, really. Like, look at this British yeah. guy who's...
1: I mean, I imagine there's quite a few British people who can speak with an Andalusian accent. But I don't think it's very common. I'm quite lucky in a sense as I don't have any English friends here in Welda.
0: Let's get into, I think, the, like, the interesting bit about what you do is uh, the expressions and vocabulary and that kind of thing. Um, I guess the first thing that's important to mention in case anyone who's listening isn't aware is in terms of pronunciation really they, they swallow a lot of the consonants and they miss off the s's and they as you said they kind of condense Words or, or several words down into almost like sort of one word. Yeah, I suppose for me, like the, the classic thing is sort of swallowing the S's at the end of the words instead of saying, like, como estas, they'd say, como está. Um, the other thing I noticed, because I've got some friends down in Malaga, any words with ST, the ST sound becomes like a ch sound. So again, like with como estas, como echa. That's very Malaga. Is that, that a Malaga is, thing, is it? Yeah,
1: yeah that's very Malaga. Ah, I mean, yeah. Here they just they don't even say como, they just say está. Really, just
0: yeah,
1: you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they don't really say cómo está. They say qué pasa.
0: Qué pasa. Qué pasa. What's going on? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They don't say,
1: oh. a lot. Yeah. Oh, like, that's qué curious. Qué that's or dices, which is like what you're saying.
0: What you're saying, qué dices because you also have got the kind of seseo in different parts of Andalusia as well which is the s yes. sound instead of the theta that we have like certainly here in Madrid yes. you know like caethers i suppose they'd be like caese with, with the s yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah we with the c they use an s and then when it should be a th sound they use an s but so when it should be an s sound they use a Z. That's zed yeah so it would be like caese caese
0: caese that's, that's oh, wow okay interesting instead of
1: saying c like yeah. the S sounds, they use like a J instead of C. It's P.
0: Yeah. I think um, a couple of expressions that I remember, things I remember hearing or some people saying to me before, I think the classic one that most people might know is for saying, of course, por supuesto, this nonina, nonina, <laughs> which yeah, for of course, they wouldn't say por supuesto or claro, they would say nonina, which is, non why is that? It's like no, nor nothing, like no, uh, yeah, no, it's no it's nor like anything.
1: Three negations to make a, a positive. I still have no idea, like some of the stuff that they <laughs> say. But... Uh, uh, but I do say it, obviously, because I've heard it that many times. I, I, I come out with it when I speak. Yeah, I don't understand why. But yeah, yeah no ni na, which means no no nothing.
0: No, yeah. no, nothing. No ni na, to mean yeah. to mean of course. It is I love that. It's yeah, like, they okay. don't they they never say poso puesto.
1: Never, never, never. They no. do say claro, but they don't use the C L. They just say aro.
0: Aro. Yeah, I wanted to talk about it. Aro, aro. Aro aro for claro. I love it. Um, yeah. I think the other thing I, I noticed as well, I think I can't remember if someone said it to me or I heard it somewhere, but it was the keteai, like stay there. No, kedate keteai, keteai, and and it turned into ketai, 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 and I was like, what? What's ketai? Mm. All of that keteai, stay there, became mm-hmm. two syllables, ketai, ketai. Uh, I mean, it's it's almost in, you know impossible if you didn't know mm. to work no, yeah, yeah. out what the hell that what the hell that means.
1: Yeah, I mean, the biggest one for me was a casa de tu abuela. So uh-huh. let's go to your grandma's house. Yeah, it's literally condensed in Ancalabuela.
0: Ancalabuela. 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 Oh my god! In that's... the
1: house of, which is in your grandmother's
0: house. In yeah. your grandmother's house. Ancalabuela. 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 It, it, do,
1: it does, it does roll off the tongue. It rolls off the yeah. tongue, yes. It does, it does. Yeah. It's sort um, of
0: uh, <laughs> an efficient use of, of language and time, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think
1: Ancalawela is all over Andalusia. Ancalahuela, I love that, yeah. I've never heard that before. And then like, say, to call someone, they say Illo a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Illo, because you did a video about this, I think yeah. you called it El Arte de El Arte yeah, Illo. Yeah, Illo, what is
1: Illo? Okay, so Io is short for Chiquillo, but Chiquillo is also only in Andalusia as well. And Chiquillo is like little boy.
0: Little boy, Chiquillo. Yeah, yeah.
1: so if you call someone, I think in Spain, they would say Oiga or Oye or uh, oh, yeah. Perdona.
0: Perdona, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're a little bit more polite up, up, up north, which is very strange, actually, but I'll come back to that. Okay. Uh, but here they just say Illo,
0: Illo. So in the street, someone just be shouting, Eo, Eo, Illo, Illo. Yeah.
1: And I remember going to Avila and uh, ordering a bar and it just came out. There was the barman and I just went, Illo. And he just looked at me and was like, what
0: the hell are you talking about? What the
1: hell about? are you saying? <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, a, that was a bit of a cultural shock for me.
0: The arte of Illo. I love it. So it could mean, excuse me. Yeah. I think you said that it could, uh, I, it's one of my favourite of your yeah. videos the different meanings of ijo depending on your kind of intonation and how you use it right? yeah
1: yeah i mean be careful be careful they would just instead of going be careful they'd just go E-o-e-o-e-o-e-o-e-o. E-o-e-o-e-o-e-o-e-o.
0: Then <laughs> it just, and it just becomes like you 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 and then like to express surprise or consternation like like instead of saying ay por dios they would say they would just like yeah it'd be like Y yo. Y yo, y yo. Uh, and that's all from <laughs> it there. small little boy, that's Chiquillo.
1: <laughs> yeah, Chiquillo, which is from Seville,
0: I think, originally. And then you had the, the arte of uh, aro, which you talked about, which yes. was, of course, or uh, yes. I, I aro, agree, you know, aro, aro, aro from, I, I assume from claro, no? Um. Yes, yes, that comes from claro. Yeah, claro. another one of my favorites was I think when he did quite recently was uh, Que interesante like oh isn't that interesting Fite tu
1: Fite Two Fite Two That's the one that went viral.
0: Is it that's the yeah. one
1: that really launched. Yeah, because a singer, um, Alejandro Sanz posted it on his Instagram. Really? That's why I started that's why I started posting around.
0: I see. Oh, wow, Alastair, that's, uh, that's quite an accolade to get Alejandro cents to, to share your content.
1: I didn't know who he was. And then all, all of my friends were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, so yeah, I, uh, I look him up. I was like, I like the only Spanish singer I know from that generation was like Julio Iglesias.
0: Right, yeah, he's quite an old so Spanish singer. He's quite well liked, I think, uh, across Spain, even with yes, slightly younger well people. Looked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh wow! I mean, yeah, my, all my all my friends love him. From isn't that interesting? Instead of saying "que interesante," they would say "pite tu," which I guess comes from yeah. "fijate tu," no? Like.
1: From yeah. we would fijate say fijate,
0: from the verb fijarse would be like fíjate, I never really know how to, Spanish people say it a lot. Um, fi, not "fíjate," but uh, fíjate, yeah, and I never really know how to translate it. It's like um, it's not like at "pay that. attention." Yeah, look at that. Yeah, or, or look at that, or like okay. "see, see, see." Yeah. maybe, yeah. I don't know. It could be. Yeah, that yeah, see, that would be it. So tell us some of your all-time favorites expressions that you've come across, because oh. there are some. Hilarious ones here, like the one for that was scary that you did, like you know, in uh, ah, ma geniao. Ma geniao. Me wow, which becomes yeah, ma geniao. Ma geniao. Me, me geniado, but becomes me geniao, which is what is yeah. that like to. Shit man yourself, yow, basically, to, to shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, people say it all the time here. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man, yeah. Man, yow. Uh, The teacher gave us homework
0: and I forgot it. Man, <laughs> I never heard it. I ne- Do you know what? I never even heard of that... Um verb before no
1: I, I, I mean, it might be Andalusia the north and the south of Spain are totally different
0: they're worlds apart aren't they really especially yeah, um, in I always
1: compare it to England so the south of Spain is like the north of England like Liverpool <laughs> oh. Manchester Newcastle whereas the north of Spain is like the south of England
0: yeah, totally agree. Totally, yeah, agree. Yeah. that's that's exactly right. It's, and it's just like the other way around, isn't it? Because, yeah, I think you know people in the south are more, are warmer, more open, a bit more friendly. Would you say compared to, I mean, um, or I not? That, I, I don't want
1: to call them simple. I think they're not simple. Obviously, not simple. I'd say that they're they're a lot happier with simpler things. Right? They're not they're not complicated people. They're just happy. They just they get on with their, their lives. They're very friendly people, which is what surprised me a lot. Because obviously, you go into a coffee shop in England, you go into Starbucks or whatever. Yeah. You don't say hello to the people as you go in. Or at least I, I've never said hello. To no, somebody.
0: me neither. No, no, no. No, no <laughs> no,
1: no. no way. Um, and it's, it's something I love. The same with getting on a bus. People will say good morning, good afternoon. And obviously, I mean, I mean, Madrid's obviously a lot different because it's so big. Yeah. Um, th- and Seville's th- probably the same.
0: I think that's just sort of their uh, rule unto themselves, really, isn't it? Sort of like big, big city syndrome. I don't think they're kind yeah. of an, an accurate representation of, of Spain in general, no. really. People are generally a bit more maybe ruder or colder or more stressed out in big cities than in smaller cities, I guess. I don't know. The, the further north you go, you um, find that they have a reputation. I don't know if it's true. Is a bit of a generalization that, you know, the Asturianos in Asturias and uh, maybe the, in Galicia, have a reputation for being a bit, bit more a bit more reserved, a bit more Anglo Saxon, maybe a bit more cold a bit colder. They call it cold here. They
1: say the weather's got to them.
0: The weather's got but to that's what
1: the Andalusian people say about that's what the Andalusian people say about English people. They say they they're always so stuck up. They're always so cold because yeah. of the cold weather. <laughs> and as I, I said again, it's, it's very different because people look at England as people who live in London. And yeah. It's, it's not the same. It's the same as people, Spanish people that live in Madrid. If you want to go to England, I would recommend going to smaller villages, to smaller places. The same if you come to Spain, I would recommend going to smaller places to see
0: how people interact. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think you get a more accurate representation of, uh, yeah. of real Spanish life in smaller places. Any, any other expressions you'd like to drop in? What would you recommend for someone going down to Andalusia who wants to really impress the locals? The Iyo will be fantastic.
1: If, if, a, if, if a British person or an American or an English speaking person goes into a bar and says Iyo, which would be put me which i think is great yeah put me, uh, <laughs> put me a beer put me, yeah put put can me I a beer. yeah put me a beer on the table <laughs> it's, it's it's strange they'll, they'll love it but i would say in andalusia no one's ever taken the mick out of me no one's ever laughed at me when i've made a mistake in spanish no one which is which was very strange for me because i mean experiences that i've had in france obviously in england in my school, we learned French. And when I've gone to France right. I, to speak it, I don't know, it's, they, they laugh at you a little bit. They're, a bit. they're not as respectful as what I've noticed here in Andalusia is where they will just try to help you. And especially where I live, where no one really speaks English, um, unless you go to the hotels. Sure. I mean, most bars, they'll
0: just speak with the hands. <laughs> and you, you'll get there eventually. I think Spanish in general, even in other, not necessarily in Andalusia, but also they're much more expressive uh, yeah. when they speak, aren't they, uh, in general? Definitely. Yeah.
1: And another thing that they do, which I've never worked out,
0: was they don't say,
1: they don't speak in second person. Well, they do, but they speak in the plural. So they won't say how are you? They'll say, how are we? Instead of, como estas, it'll be, como yes. estamos. Yes. And then people respond just by saying, we, we are, we are. So, como estamos, people respond, estamos,
0: estamos. Estamos bien, but they're only speaking about themselves. Yeah, one yeah, but they won't say,
1: estamos bien, they'll just say, estamos, estamos.
0: Estamos, estamos.
1: Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah, I've, I've, we yeah. are, we are. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the only thing my dad can speak in Spanish. He just repeats the last couple of words in a sentence and just hopes he, gets along with it. And sometimes it works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a whole world, isn't it? It really yeah. is. A whole world of language. I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated by the uh, idiomatic language from Andalusia. I think, I think there's um, recently been a book published, like a dictionary, like a, I think an English Andalus dictionary. I, I yes, saw.
1: there is. And I want one. Yeah. I want I, one. I've seen it. I've seen it uh, advertised a couple of times on Instagram, I think.
0: Yeah, me um, too. Um, and, yeah, I, I want it. one. <laughs> Follow their Instagram page. I think it's about twenty euros. I think it's. I think it's written in English. I think the title is in English. I think it's called the yes. Andalusian Dictionary or something.
1: Yeah, I think it's double sided. Or what I've seen is like it's in English to Andalusian uh-huh. on one side, and then Andalusian to English on the other side. I think. I think that's how it works.
0: Yeah, it's from small, I mean, some small independent publisher, isn't it? Um, yeah, hacked
1: with all of this. A lot of my ideas have come from this from this Instagram account as well. I mean, I've read through some of them. So obviously expressions from malaga so people in comments have said i do some expressions from malaga do some expressions from granada i've been like three times to these places Uh, i don't know these expressions so i've looked them up and i've I've contacted people and
0: yeah are there any obvious ones that come to your mind making a comparison between different places in andalusia any obvious differences in terms of vocabulary well yes in
1: in malaga and in Cadiz, they have a, a big british presence um And there there is one, which is Chumino. Chumino. Yes, which is the woman's intimate area. Uh To not say say what it actually is. Um, But it comes from when the sailors, British sailors, used to port in Andalusia. And they used to say to the prostitutes, show me now. Show show me me now. now. Show me now. now. Chumino. Show me now.
0: Show me now. Chumino.
1: Yeah, and that's how that came along, which I didn't know. And one of my friends had told me about that, which it, I
0: thought was quite. That's funny. amazing. There's one isn't it something similar to that? And I can't remember what the story is yes. behind it. But like, look and do, which we can look and look, look and do it. That look was with the uh, the it.
1: minus. The minus. I look and do. I look and I look, do. I I look and do. means figure it out yourself. Get yeah. on with it. Get on with it. Look and do it.
0: <laughs> look and do it. I mean, yeah. love that. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't know about like, uh, like how people refer to their friends in different parts, because yeah. I know like, my friend in, uh, friend in Seville calls everybody uh, cabeza or cabeza or cabesi. Uh, cabesi, it becomes. Yeah. Uh,
1: Seville, uh, the big one is mi arma.
0: Ah, that's it's right, mi arma.
1: Which is my soul.
0: My soul. It's my soul. And cabesi is what like my, my head.
1: Mi, <laughs> mi alma, but it's mi arma. Yeah, yeah, that's man. a big one in Welba, where I live. They call it cabeza or canijo, which means skinny boy. But they only call fat people like me that. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's like a jokey kind of thing.
0: What is it? Um, canijo,
1: Canijo. Oh, canijo. Canijo. Canijo, uh, which is like really skinny. Yeah. Um, then in Cadiz, you've got compadre, compadre. And compadre. they say, but they say compare, compare.
0: compadre Uh, yeah
1: compadre is so if you're godfather to your friend's son or daughter you are your friend's compadre it's Mm. like uh with father i think it translates to
0: with father yeah Yeah. i mean i've heard some uh people say compa uh as well but compa compa yeah Uh, i've
1: never heard that one
0: yeah pisha pisha pisha, which is Que pasa pisha, which is just yeah. a, a term of endearment, a endearment for friends, pisha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just even within Andalusia, there is so, so much variation. Yeah, of course. One of my other favourite ones, just quickly to say, was uh, and which I hadn't heard before, well, two actually, because um, you talked about going to someone's house and you talked about going to your grandmother's house. Uh, was it Anca, anca, and, anca, 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 which I suppose would come from andar aka, maybe, or... I don't know. Uh, no, anca is en casa
1: de, which would mean in the house of.
0: In casa de, it's a bit like in French when they say she you no, know, it's che someone. Yes. French. Yes, yeah. yes. I, ah, okay. And I think in the same video you talked about how people are, are asked for the time, which I love this. It's ridiculously condensed to say, yeah, what time is it? Yeah, instead
1: of saying que hora es? they just say corre. Corre.
0: Core, And then oh, the other one, correct. which I love, was the um, have you understood or did you understand? Yes. Because in Spanish, normally in inverted commas, they would say lo has entendido or te has enterado. Yeah. And what, what would they say there? Love it. So just comes off the tongue so easily. Tantarao. 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 Have you, Tantarao. did you understand? Or oh, sometimes they'll just go eh, eh or no? Eh yeah. or no? Yeah. Like, is it or not?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Basically, did you, it, did, you get, did you get that or didn't you get it? Did eh, you or no. get it
0: or not? Did you understand? Eh or no? Eh or no? no. no. Eh or no? no. no. Yeah, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> 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 for you in Andalusia, is there any um, particular accent that you find most difficult? Because I, I think Cadiz always, the gaditanos always seem to have the reputation for being the, some of the most difficult to understand.
1: Yeah, oh. Cadiz, Jerez. Yeah, Heres. I'd
0: say it was
1: quite, it's quite difficult. I mean, I've been here quite a long time now. I've been in Andalusia seven years. Obviously, I've got friends from different parts of Andalusia. Yeah. Um. When I first came to Andalusia, I didn't understand anything. Um, and I've kind of just picked it up as yeah. it's gone along.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, still in conversations with some of my friends who are from small villages in the mountains here. I was like... Can you start speaking Spanish now, please? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I've always sort of had the impression that there's a little bit of a kind of a inter-city rivalry in Andalusia, like, you know, when there's someone's from Seville or Malaga.
1: Yeah, the big ones like Seville, Malaga and Cádiz have got quite a bit of rivalry, obviously with Granada, obviously with football and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, Welba's Welber's not as bad because Welba's quite a small small city and I mean it's got lots of villages but the city itself is really small and I mean not a lot of people will have heard of Woba compared to Seville and Malaga I mean even Cadiz unless you're from Spain or you've been to Gibraltar.
0: It's definitely more off the beaten path a little bit I guess for most people like you said I think the big ones in Andalusia it's like kind of call it the golden triangle of like Granada Seville and maybe Cordoba i mean, Granada is
1: my favorite place in Andalusia.
0: Adam, just before we go, any advice for anyone thinking of doing what you did or moving down to Andalusia or or to the Welber province? Um Yeah. What's, you know, what's life like down there? I mean, give us a little bit of a, a flavor. Very
1: good. Very good. I, I thought uh, you life, that. life is very good. Um I mean, if you're from the north of England or if you're from England, if you're anywhere in England, the best part about Spain, especially in the Andalusian area, is you don't have cold winters. I think the coldest it got here this year was 12 wow. degrees, 11, 12 degrees. Um, I mean, it gets quite damp. I wouldn't compare that to England.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's a, um, different to Newcastle, I suppose. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, another thing you've got to be careful of, it, it rains probably about five times a year here, but when it rains, everywhere closes. It's quite stereotypical that people from Welfare scared of the rain like
0: they're
1: um, gonna like they're gonna dissolve <laughs> no yeah i mean it, it, it rains because when it rains it rains here and obviously there's no drainage on the streets everywhere just floods <laughs> um and when it rains i can just expect maybe have two students the whole day because the parents won't take them out of the house it, it, it's amazing. incredible it is incredible.
0: Amazing. amazing
1: but just immerse immerse yourself in it in the experience in the culture in the food, I mean, the food. If you like food, you like beer and you like wine, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And I would recommend going to a smaller area, especially if you don't speak any Spanish, to not go to a place where English is spoken. I mean, if you go to Malaga, I've been to Malaga and I've had to translate in bars to Spanish people, English, <laughs> <laughs> because the owners of the bars are English. So, yeah. I mean, it is good. I love going there, especially with the south of Portugal. I do love going there. Yeah. But I think if you're going to move to Spain um, and you're younger and you want to learn Spanish, I would try and force yourself not to have English around you. Um,
0: 100% I 100% agree, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Definitely. Immersion. I think that's the key, isn't it? Like You have to push yourself a bit.
1: I would say Spanish is an easy language to pick up, to speak simply. See, the, the grammar in Spanish is absolutely stupid. Um, it's not a <laughs> subjunctive. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, even Spanish people don't even understand their own grammar. It's very complex. But to, to be able to speak, to be able to communicate, I think it's quite an easy language to pick up. And another thing I would say is the Andalusia. I don't know about the rest of Spain. It's quite a religious place. Um, they, they celebrate a lot of Catholic. Uh, traditions but it's not religion as in you have to pray they they just have a lot of traditions like this weekend obviously we can't now because of the situation they go to the countryside near to where we live to do a pilgrimage oh, okay um and when i say pilgrimage what i mean is they take a, a doll which they call a virgin or a, a saint or whatever you call them um to a small chapel in the countryside. And then they have a lot of barbecues, get very drunk and sing Spanish songs. It's fantastic. That doesn't
0: get they better all than dress that really, up. Does it?
1: No, but they all dress up. They go by horse and cart. I mean, it's very, I don't want to say romantic, but it's, it's very old fashioned. It's very, I love it. I love it.
0: Yeah. I all these me. little
1: quirky traditions that we have.
0: Yeah, and all of the, and especially in uh, Easter, the Semana Santa, with all of the yes. processions and parades that they have all so over. That was,
1: culture, that was a culture shock. Right? Yeah. yeah where they're dressed, the children.
0: Yeah. Obviously, I mean,
1: obviously, so. the, uh,
0: the penitents are wearing these these big, uh, pointy and, yeah, hats. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's something else. I mean, it's amazing, especially for, like, people like us who come from, you know, we don't have anything close to that back home, really. No,
1: no, no. Uh, in the UK. I've had American um, students come over who are doing, like, an exchange student thing, and they've seen the semana Santa, and obviously they're dressed as this, these, the same as these radical uh, in America, and poof. Yeah. Um, they're like, why are they dressed like that? I was like, no, no, the, penit- the, the, the penitents, that's how, that's, that's how they're dressed.
0: Yeah, it's quite strange. It's quite eerie and a bit shocking maybe the first uh, time you see it. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I remember the first time I think I saw it in D- the Da Vinci Code film. Uh, yeah. so I think he explains it at the beginning. Uh, and
0: I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty freaky. Talking about your, bar- you just mentioned the barbecue up in the, when you say people go up in the hills and have the, have the barbecue. I like that the other- you did have another video about that, about how Spanish people uh, organize a barbecue compared to British people. And I completely related to it 100% what you said in your video. Because yeah. a, British- a British barbecue is not, it's not the most elaborate affair really it's just like a cute a, probably yeah. a packet of supermarket sausages and a few burgers and and that's yeah, it i mean in spain i mean it? it's,
1: i'm not taking anything away from a british barbecue but a, a british barbecue is a barbecue and a spanish barbecue is anything but the barbecue i mean the barbecue parts an afterthought they bring so much food
0: yeah
1: i mean you invite people that i mean the six of you and you they bring food for an army yeah I mean, desserts, starters, mains, I mean, no one's hungry for the time you put the, the meat by, on the grill. By the
0: time you put the meat on, right. And they, have, they have so many different types of meats. I totally associated with that. And it also reminds me of like, you know, when Spanish people go to the beach for the day and the amount of stuff they take to the beach, you know, these, you know, like, you know sometimes you see families and like with my girlfriend's family, when we've gone down to the beach uh, you know the amount of stuff they take of like um, these uh, cool boxes and bags and seats and tables and chairs and umbrellas and god knows what else and like yeah. for me I was like I like to travel light I mean yeah. just a towel just a towel to do me and a book and uh, well,
1: my girlfriend's family they've got like their own little street in the beach so obviously the beach has loads of streets which enter into the beach area yeah, and if you yeah. go to that part it's all her family Really? which is another thing which British people will find weird everyone is everyone's cousin in Spain <laughs> <laughs> and even if they're not cousins they're going to call you cousin they're
0: going to call you cousin <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's, it's very very strange but I mean we, we take marquee tents to the beach and they have all these seats. they start bringing out Spanish omelettes ham beer. Again, beer beer is the most important
0: so like a military operation, just to spend the uh, day at the beach. Yeah, it's all coordinated. It's all coordinated. Adam, I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Oh, fantastic. Perfect. Thanks for having me. So that was Adam Harrison. Big thank you to you, Adam. And uh, keep up the great work with your TikTok and your Instagram and sharing all of these amazingly humorous and useful uh, andaluth expressions. If this is your kind of thing and you're interested in the curiosities of the Spanish language, I strongly recommend following uh, Adam on his Instagram and TikTok accounts. On um, both of them, the handle is at inglesandalus, inglesandalus, which is I N G L E S. A-N-D-A-L-U-Z, Inglés Andalouf, on uh, Instagram and TikTok. He publishes uh, videos, I don't know, most days, I think, every every couple of days at least. Very entertaining. Uh, go and check him out. The other thing we talked about in the episode uh, was that dictionary, the Andalusian dictionary, uh, which we both want to get a, a hands on. Um, it's available, I believe, on Amazon. Just search Andalusian Dictionary with an S, Andalusian Dictionary. And it's uh, published by uh, Platero Editorial. Platero Editorial. And they have a website, actually, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes of this episode. It's uh, plateroeditorial.es. So that'll do it for this episode. Um, Just to say, don't forget uh, that When in Spain isn't just a podcast. We also have an active Facebook group if you have any questions or anything you'd like to share about Spain. Uh, Do give us a follow on Instagram. The handle is at wheninspain1 to see photos uh, from across Madrid and other parts of Spain as well. And you can also check out more detailed show notes and photos that relate to each of the podcast episodes at the When in Spain website, which is wheninspainpodcast.com okay guys thanks for listening i'll be back very soon hopefully next week with a brand new episode i've got a guest lined up already so until the next episode from madrid i shall bid you all hasta luego